Right now, though, we're going to go overseas for a couple of segments here and pick up on some international stories that caught my attention over the past few days. This morning, as a matter of fact, it was announced by Belarus that they will, in fact, host nuclear weapons um, from Russia after years of pressure, they say, from the United States and their allies aimed at changing their political and geopolitical direction. They're, of course, uh, seen as allies with Russia, and they announced this morning that Quote, over the last two and a half years, the Republic of Belarus has been subjected to unprecedented political, economic, and information pressure from the United States, the United Kingdom, and its NATO allies, as well as the member states of the European Union. In view of these circumstances and the legitimate concerns of and risks in the sphere of national security arising from them, Belarus is forced to respond by strengthening its own security and defense capabilities. So they will welcome tactical nuclear weapons from Russia in Belarus. Now, of course, that's caused a lot of concern and a lot of alarm in those groups that he'd mentioned, the United States, the United Kingdom, NATO, Ukraine, calling on the UN Security Council to hold an emergency meeting in light of this. Let's find out what's going on. We're going to chat with Dr. Elliot Tepper, who is a distinguished senior fellow, Norman Patterson School of International Affairs at Carleton University. Dr. Tepper, thank you for joining us again. Appreciate your time. Good morning, Shay. Good to be chatting with you. So um, what's going on here? This announcement by Belarus this morning, not surprising, right? They're sort of been moving in lockstep with Putin right from the onset. Actually, the invasion uh, last February uh, into Ukraine came in three different directions, and one of them was from Belarus. Right, so yeah. they've, been, they've been an integrated part of this right from the beginning. Uh, I think we should talk about nukes a bit. Okay. The, the, whole, the whole contours of what's been going on uh, from Russia and around this invasion, this illegal invasion of the peaceful neighboring state, right from the get-go has uh, revolved around the nuclear threat raised by Mr. Putin, uh, in regard to his intentions. Essentially, he has said right from the beginning, well, first he said, yes, we, we have a lot of troops in Belarus, but they're just training. We're not going, we'll never invade Ukraine from here. And of course they did. So, but it's immediately after, he essentially said, remember everyone, we have nuclear weapons. So essentially he was saying, don't even think of doing anything to stop us. Uh, we're going into Ukraine. He's raised the nuclear issue repeatedly. Repeatedly, um, yeah. Yeah, and and that that's really shaped the West's response uh, right from the beginning. What we see going on in Ukraine right now has been the fine line being drawn between democracies. It isn't just the West. There's 50 states in the contact group uh, to to assist um, Ukraine, but it's really been all along the fine line between. We definitely want to help Ukraine, but we definitely do not want to directly confront Russia. Yes. They are a nuclear armed power. We do not want World War III. And that's been the context within which all of the discussion of what kind of armaments will go to Ukraine and what kind of delivery. Uh, and, of course, uh, this, has been, this has been played upon by Mr. Putin and others in his uh, entourage. He, I, what was it last last year? A bit. He said, um, "You know, we do have nuclear weapons." He said in English, "This is not a bluff." Yeah. <laughs> so, so he's been carrying on. So what we're seeing now, I think, is an escalation by Mr. Putin as he is doing poorly in the war of the nuclear threat 
in order to uh, in order to stymie the Western powers. So this is an escalate escalation uh, of the nuclear um, shadow that he's cast over the world. What does it? How does it change things in terms of what's actually happening on the ground there? I mean, now you've got Russian nukes in a country that borders, I think, three NATO countries. So uh, the the buffer zone has been removed in in that way. Does it? Obviously, it escalates the rhetoric around nukes. Does it increase the risk around this becoming a larger conflict and potentially a nuclear conflict? Yes. Uh, the reaction in April by the United States, well, let's, let's talk about Belarus for the moment. The Ukrainian response immediately was, you've just put yourself uh, on the target. Mm. You, you are now a hostage, a nuclear hostage. That's what, what they, call, they yeah. meant by that. Yeah. Well, what they meant by that is, any time a tactical nuclear weapon, and I do want to talk about that uh, in and of itself, but uh, any any use from Belarus means that retaliation would happen against Belarus. So you've really put Belarus in grave uh, danger uh, because of this uh, this decision. Um, you wanted to mention Ed, some of the details. We're ca- when we're calling these smaller tactical nukes, does it matter? What, what, what does that mean? I mean, nukes are nukes, or is this sort of a don't worry about it? You're absolutely right. Uh, I've been saying all along that the whole concept of tactical nuclear weapon, which is not just a a Russian idea, the U.S., India, Pakistan, there's all kinds of theories of tactical nuclear weapons. What they are, uh, to remind ourselves, is that the the standard against which everybody uh, measures is what would happen to Hiroshima and Nagasaki, the, the, the... destruction of those cities which ended the second world war tactical nuclear weapons can be a nuclear weapon with a reduced uh payload Mm -hmm. so that it doesn't have to be as big but it could be even bigger there's no (laughs) there's no formal definition of tactical and you're absolutely right say i i reject the entire concept on which it's based you're either nuclear or you're not nuclear uh this is the idea that you can just be a little nuclear, I think, is 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 an escalatory uh, invitation. You get on the bottom of an escalator, it only goes up. Uh, nobody's going to be understanding, well, we just took out your whole battle formation or village, so you'll be understanding and not do anything, right? Well, uh, I, I think it's an extremely dangerous step, and we should not normalize the idea of tactical nuclear weapon. What does this do in terms of the way uh, the West and Ukraine uh, carry on with this conflict? Does it matter? Does it? I mean, the nuclear threat, as you said, Doc, has always sat there. It's been there right from the beginning of this, and they've they've managed to try and navigate this from the onset. Does this change that, or do they continue doing what they're doing? I mean, how much of the risk has been escalated? The um, the United States has been at great pains to say, listen, everybody should calm down. We want to lower the rhetoric and temperature regarding nuclear matters because there's no sign they're actually able at the moment to uh, follow through. There's no change in the nuclear posture because these things have to be taken out of silo and sites in in Russia and moved to Belarus. They have to prepare those, and by July 1st it's going to be prepared. Uh, But, in fact, the U.S. has been – now I've got it in writing, that's what I've supposed – the U.S. has been warning Russia up and down the scale from – from uh, Mr. Putin down to his various military sides and intelligence, don't even, do not use a nuclear weapon. It will lead to catastrophic and immediate results for Russia. So what this is now is 
serious because it does raise the nuclear threat one more level, and that was the intention by Mr. Putin. The more he is losing on the battleground and, and the theater of operation, the more he is likely to threaten and potentially use nuclear weapons. Okay, so the risk has gone up. Um, Dr. Tepper, thank you so much for your time, as always. Do appreciate you being here.